and welcome back to the Paired Weapons Podcast. It's episode 107. Well, it's a new year. It's a new circuit of the orb that is the sun. And that means, once again, the Paired Weapons Podcast burst forth like some Leviathan or Kraken from below the sea, surging into 2024. Uh, and here also to surge alongside me is my mate Kev. How are you, buddy? Hello, I'm very good, thank you. I'm at home, not in a car with you. It's sad. Yeah, uh, yes, which is which is a sad day, a sad day. But we'll we'll get round to why that's the case. Uh, because of course, there's been big changes, has there not, in uh, in Mr. Stonebanks's life? Kevin <laughs> uh, chaps. Yes, uh, I have a son now, so uh, no more no more war gaming for me for a bit. While I look after him. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the uh, on, on the arrival, safe arrival of your son Aiden. Um, how's it be? How's being a dad? It's interesting. It's a, a roller coaster of emotions, I'd say. There's a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. A lot of late nights. <laughs> a lot of middle of the night call yeah. outs, and you know. So, yeah. yeah. I miss sleep. Uh, <laughs> you told me to camel yeah. sleep. That was your advice. It doesn't work, Matt. You can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it. I'm yeah, well, it, yeah, that's uh, it, it. It does, yeah, it, it does mess with your sleep, and, and no mistake. But um, but you sent me a picture, and he looks absolutely divine. So congratulations to you and Joy. You must be over the moon, buddy. So we well are. Done. Thank you very much. Good. Excellent news. Now onto the night phase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's enough bullshit chat. <laughs> I need to live vicariously through you now because uh, I can't get my fix us, anymore. But uh, maybe we'll, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I will save the baby chat for uh, the baby pod, which we'll do at some point uh, just after we've done the horse hour. So uh, <laughs> you know, diseases of the hoof part three. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, yeah. So well, we're here to talk about uh, Bristol, the art of war, war of art uh, number six, uh, which is of course the great. You know the, the 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 real giant of an event, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, it's the biggest one in the calendar, isn't it? In UK, anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It's uh, so it's uh, yeah. Typically, has uh, the most number of players down at Bristol Independent Gaming, uh, uh, run by uh, by by Dan and Ryan down there. Uh, 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 super lads, absolutely super lads. Backed up, of course, by the uh, the the erstwhile and wonderful. Uh, Lucky Sixes uh, and Hyper G, uh, Tom and staff. Um, so it's a real good crew that's running it. Sixty players, uh, but what's what really sets it apart is the is, is the the strong emphasis that's placed on the hobby element, which uh, which I I really enjoy. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, mate? Yeah, that's one of my favourite things about the Bristol event is uh, yes, it's not just best painted or best army. It's uh, all the different little categories you can go for. So it gives you know everyone something to strive yeah. for. Even if you don't think your army can yeah, win, it does. you only got to do one unit or a character or a monster or whatever. You know, there's something to aim for yeah. at least. And didn't they do display boards this time as well? They did. They did. Yeah, display board wankers were were welcome. And you're, you're, <laughs> so, you're the biggest uh, display so, board wanker on home, Matt. You got loads of them. I have. Yeah, I have. I've got three. So I decided that what I was going to do because it was one of the categories was I was going to bring all of my display boards. So. Uh, so what, the elven boat went down, the orc and goblin yep. march went down. Yep. yep. What's the so third one? The, the, yep, the, 
Uh, the third one is my new one, which is my Sylvan Elf urban themed, uh, sort of urban camouflage themed one, um, which I was going to be playing. You know, that went down to compete as best army, but the other two were there for best display board. Uh, so I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd have put them in the back of the car and they just about fitted. Oh, Kev, you would have had an absolute heart attack, mate, because I laid some of the models over. Did you go in the Jag? No, no, I didn't. I've, I've, both of those cars have gone, mate. I've traded them in for an electric car. Oh, yes, after, uh, right, yeah. after your, after you. yeah, yeah. So uh, traded it in for a Polestar. So I'm now electric, just like you. Good uh, work. And I'm driving it there as we speak. <laughs> yeah, which is really cool. Uh, yeah, and I tell you what, it saved me an absolute fortune. I mean, I do miss a V8 engine, but you know, yeah, <laughs> there are certain there are certain drawbacks, and the. The Jag was the, the rear diff had gone, and I think the electrics was a bit wonky and stuff. So I thought it's a good time to shift it. But uh, but there you go. Anyway, so electric car. So I put the seats down in the back, got them in the back, uh, drove out of the gates, and I went over a small bump slowly, and it just went crash in the back as models just tumbled everywhere. Oh, and the entire trip down, I was just like they were just crashing around. I mean, I drove really carefully, but I mean it's like. I don't know. There must be what five hundred models or something like that in the back, most of which are metal. And uh, it was, yeah, it was, um, it was heartbreaking on occasion. Um, I did you stop and pull over and check on them? Did you just keep going uh, and wait? Uh, 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 <laughs> no, I just, I just took it on the nose and went all the way there in one go. So uh, yeah, really, yeah. So I went down on. Uh, I went down to to see some friends uh, beforehand, uh, and they were uh, they were down in Wiltshire. I was actually he, he's actually uh, high up in BP's green energy program, uh, and so I was trying to get some internships, work experience, and things for my students in the uh, in the green energy environment. So uh, did a bit of that on the day, and uh, I sort of got there, and he said he sort of came out, and his wife was there, and he sort of said, you know, what's that in the back of your car? And I was like. Oh, here's my shame. Because I've known them for like 30 years. I said, oh, I'm going to have to admit it. You know, I play, I play Warhammer. And they were like, oh, yeah, well, you used to play with like Piers, uh, uh, you know, Piers Cavill, who's Henry Cavill's brother in, in the uh, in the mess. And um, I was like, yeah, I used to play with, with him. And they were like, you, you, didn't, you haven't given it up. I was like, no, in fact, if anything, it's got worse. And then they were like taking the piss out of me. And then they were like, go on, get, get that boat one out. And we're like, got it out. Anyway, about an hour later... They were taking photos of it, and, and then they were like, how does it actually work? Anyway, so I've convinced at least one of their daughters to start playing Night Page. They were genuinely sort of interested in it, because I was sort of, you know, actually doing quite ashamed of the whole thing. But, um, yeah, it was it was really, really quite interesting. Um, yeah, so uh, that was lovely. Uh, but then made my way over to uh, Tune Magna, just outside Bristol, on the, on the Friday checked into the hotel or staying out uh, just outside i can thoroughly recommend anyone who goes to bristol the bear and swan in chew magna less than 10 minutes drive to the gaming venue world-class events really really good place to, to stay um so that was lovely uh yeah and did a bit of tutoring uh and then made my way over to the event in the evening but um had you uh, uh, did you get a chance to look through any of the lists beforehand mate uh, I had a brief little look up through some of the lists. I didn't give it a thorough glance, I'd no. say. Um, I know it's there a lot of Sylvans, a lot of Warriors. A couple of yeah. Beasts, maybe just 
was it just Ryan? No, um, Craig was on the centaur list, didn't he? Well done, Craig. Yes, yeah, 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 he was. Uh, yeah, and in fact, they'd added a, a best centaur as, uh, as painting, one of the painting categories based <laughs> on the fact that, uh, yeah, the, the Craig was uh, bringing 70 on centaurs, which I thought was really cool as well. Yeah, it's one good of the to, nice uh, things they uh, do. I need to see some pictures of all these centaurs and we'll see what people brought. Yeah, well, no doubt there's going to be a load of photos on various forums <laughs> and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, and in fact, the you know the, the quality of the armies really were great. But we'll get through to that in uh, in due course, I guess. Uh, it was particularly pleasing to see a cohort of Danish night pages came over. Um, apparently, there's a direct flight from Copenhagen to Bristol for about thirty quid, and uh, because Bristol Airport's right by Bristol Independent Gaming, it's like five minutes drive away or something like that. Um, it's basically they were saying it's actually easier to get to Bristol than it is to get to Copenhagen, <laughs> so and cheaper. So it was, uh, yeah, they were they were lovely. And so when I rolled up there just before five o'clock, to kind of because the, the doors weren't open to five, there were a load of Danish guys hanging around outside. So had a nice chat with them. They were lovely, uh, and then went in. People started doing pickup games, as is you know tradition. Uh, people drifting in from uh, all around the the place, and. Uh, and it took me three and a half hours to set my uh, my display boards up, mate. Three and a half hours to, to glue things back together, <laughs> set them all up, because they just look like a bomb had gone off. Is that all you did on Friday night, was just assemble your display boards? Yeah, that is literally all I did. Yeah, that is literally all I did. Yeah, exactly. Andreas came over and said, do you want a practice game? And I was like, I'd love to have a practice game, but A, I don't want to play against your two blocks of ten shows and wrath. And B, uh, I, you know, I'm going to be gluing these pricks back together all night. So once I'd finished doing that, I jumped in the old jalopy, uh, whizzed home, uh, and uh, Tony and I had a very nice uh, dinner uh, at, the, at the pub. Uh, one of Tony's mates turned up, uh, who was a film director, who had directed one of the McGann brothers, uh, and of course, I'm a I'm a massive Withnail fan, and he was a Withnail fan as well. So we started doing quoting Withnail and rolling around hilariously. Whereas <laughs> I'm not sure Tony quite is quite into Withnail as much as, uh, <laughs> as we were. But yeah, it was uh, it was it was just a really really good uh, yeah just a really nice setup, nice way to to roll into a tournament. But yeah, I, yeah. So uh, did you uh, did you have any thoughts on? favourites going into the tournament um, I saw that Legion of Sin list was it Legion of Sin? it is yeah yeah that one I thought that looks pretty uh, terrifying to be honest it was Legion yeah. of Greed one of them anyway the mono god one that was really good I thought that yeah, was pretty good chance yeah I played Matt Dodgen uh, with uh, with a, a variation of the Legion of Sin list with the like, 1200 point miser you just can't kill him you just cannot kill it. No. I mean, I, 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 I hit it with everything. And it just it just laughs in the face of, of, of everything, basically. Uh, the Lumiels are horrible because they just, you know, they just tank stuff. Uh, and then, um, what's the other ones that you get with the, uh, the, the the ones that do the grind attacks? Oh, Hoarders. Yeah, then Hoarders as well on top. You know, I chucked, uh, I chucked 24... Forest Guard into into one of Matt's blocks of orders and lost with a chieftain in it as well. I just lost and just got fucking run down. I was like, oh, right, okay. So yeah, it's, it's brutal, brutal this that. I mean, it's it's not subtle, but 
that was yeah, an interesting uh, list. Andreas Jensen yeah. with 12 hoarders and some big miser who's like almost 1,200 points. But that's the hardest 1,200 points to get. That's yeah. a hard, hard thing to kill. Yes. Yes, yeah, that, that was uh, definitely my pick, I'd say. Yeah, there was some, actually there was some really quite interesting lists. It was uh, it's it's nice when there's a bit of you know there's quite a lot of new faces and people who don't necessarily play power gaming tournaments all the time because the lists were getting a little bit predictable and then suddenly you know Bristol's round and there were loads of um, different lists. It was it was it was it was really quite nice. So yeah, yeah I, it, that was good, but. Uh, yeah, so do you want me to run through some of the uh, some of the games? Come on in, Matt. Uh, yeah, tell me what it's like. Describe okay, it to me. So. Paint me a picture with your words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, round one, uh, I had uh, grudged Ross Stevenson, uh, who is one of the Bristol Ninjas. And um, because I was on a 16-game losing streak, this was being billed as King of the Spoons. Because uh, Ross got the wooden spoon last year at Bristol. I was on the greatest run losing streak that Ninth Age has ever seen. So, yeah, how, really how was big was your losing streak for those that don't know? 16 games I was up to. 16 <laughs> games. Now, that's pretty, that's pretty shit, isn't it? We're Silvers as well. Have... Silvers are bent. What's yeah. going wrong? I, I, I don't know. I actually don't know. Uh, I, re- I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. But, um,. Yeah, uh, so uh, I had a, a very choppy Forest Prince, uh, Pathfinder General with the Bio Whiskin, uh, just out on his own doing his thing. Uh, the Hunter's on a Chieftain with a two-up save, uh, and that he was um, uh, he was the character that's allowed to go in the Forest Rangers. Uh, Thirty-two archers in twenty and twelve, twenty-six triads with both the the uh, Dryad Ancients that give you hatred and toxic spores. Uh, both of those were my only casters, uh, so I had two spells and two bounce spells on the Prince, uh, just with Rod of Battle and Lightning Band Braces. I had eight uh, Wild Huntsmen with a Flaming Standard, which I didn't get to use once all weekend. Uh, and then I had five, uh, yeah, Kestrel Knights, uh, the skirmishing ones with bows. What, so what? that was you're, it. That was my lot. It was uh, it was what I had. Your magic setup, Matt. Why have you gone with just like two apprentices? Yeah. Uh, so the theory is that uh, by not taking magic, it basically gives me another. It gives me another unit. Uh, that unit be the second ranger unit. And the truth, if truth be told, I don't. I don't. I don't feel that I can get value out of magic. I've, I've never been very good with magic. I always feel like I, I'm not doing it properly and getting it wrong. Uh, and, you know, the whole objective of this year was to just play fun. Uh, and so I just thought, actually, my original thing was to have no magic at all. At all. But then uh, I, th- I thought, well, you know, that's just crazy. I mean, at least having, you know, a couple of spells would be, you know, be sensible. So I, so I invested 105 points in magic to get two two bound spells and two castable spells uh, and that's it I mean that is literally it because the the dryad ancients were both going to be in the block to make the dryads you know relatively punchy anyway yeah they're more and, than just uh, wizards yeah, aren't they the, they do actually the do something setup. else yeah yeah and yeah uh, I mean it's to, I just don't get the value out of it 
uh, and, and I misplay them, and I, uh, and then you have to have a bunker, and you have to do this, and you have to do that, and and, and I just thought, nah, fuck it, I'm just going to go in with with a tiny, tiny magic setup and just see what see what comes of it. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I, I, do you know what? I've had so much fun uh, playing with this this list. I mean, a great list, it definitely is not, but it's so much fun. Because um, if, if only because of the vanguarding uh, units, it's just. <laughs> the look on people's faces when you go first and you're like, you go, right, this range unit's now going 27 inches. And they're like, whoa, and it's like literally across the board. So people have to play for that. And it basically means you're pushing most people right back, which of course is great because then you can shoot at them and give them the bow whisking and what have you. So, um, yeah, yeah, so it's a, a really interesting list. But, uh, yeah, first first game was uh, Ross Stevenson, lovely, lovely guy, uh, and his ogres. Um, and um, uh, you want me to the, run through his uh, list quick? We made a bit of a mistake. Yeah, yeah, run through it. Tell everyone what he had. Yeah. So he's got a shaman master or shamanism with a ritual bloodletter, magical heirloom, logs, tongue, gut roarer, a great car, destiny's cool, Kaganai's legacy. Um, Aurochs Charm and Ogre Crossbow and Cult Leader. Then a BSB with Ether Icon, Yeti Furs, Heart Ripper, Crossbow and Troll Eater. Ten Tribesmen with Fists, Full Command, Pennant of the Great Grass Sky. Eight Bruisers, Full Command, Skull of Kenegant. Five Merc Vets with Iron Fist and Lethal Strike, Full Command, Banner of Giganet. Two Ones of Saber Tigers. Um, two units of Five Bombardiers of Musos and a Frost Mammoth. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, quite a quite so, uh, yoga list. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was an interesting, uh, uh, interesting list uh, and a uh, an interesting scenario. So it was. It was uh, uh, Dawn Assault, and it was basically the, the, the one of the features of Bristol is that they have uh, uh, specialized scenarios. Uh, the first one was basically you could cast mini comets, um, which was a really cool idea. Um, uh, and it was, and, and, and I, we didn't realise there was a secondary, but it was flags. So uh, anyway, I'll, I'll fill you in on that when we get to the when we get to the, the, the relevant point. But um, we uh, uh, Ross uh, went down pretty, uh, dropped in the middle, pretty much centrally. Uh, and I knew that if I didn't kill the frost cow, I really couldn't fight it. So uh, I set up my pretty typical deployment, which is the dryads and the archers in the middle, uh, with. Um, uh, the rangers uh, and the huntsmen on either flanks, just to try to create, you know, get around the sides. Uh, it was all going perfectly to plan. I was shooting off his bombardiers, and uh, then I chucked the hawks in to finish off the bombardiers. Uh, they won combat. The bombardiers broke and ran. I didn't catch them with the hawks, which was really annoying. Uh, and I rolled super low, which left me with a charge, uh, a counter charge from the frosty. But it's okay, because I don't mind, because uh, I can flee, because with a faint flight, you don't really care, do you? So, and I'm rallying on a nine, so not a drama. So uh, he charged me with the Frosty, I fled, uh, he needed um, he needed boxcars to catch me, and he just went fucking roll there, just went like that, bang, there you go. <laughs> so now the Frosty, yeah, as, as it happened, it now put the Frosty right out of position, um, which uh, which was bad because then the bird whisking guy just ran around after it the whole game trying to kill it <laughs> uh, until uh, yeah which was funny in in the middle um, I uh, I was plinking off plinking off uh, wounds on his 
general's unit of um, um, you know uh, iron guts, whatever they iron guts are called now, tribesmen with uh, uh, with with uh, great weapons. But I chucked. Uh, I made a mistake. I, I thought I, I didn't realise it was his mercenary vet unit that I was charging into. I thought it was a. I thought it was one of his other units, and I slammed the um, the wild hunters into it, and uh, he had eight of them uh, with uh, with the BSB in there, and uh, I was like, oh, because I was like, right, so I'll be hitting you on uh, hitting you on twos, wounding you on twos. He's like, no, no, parry because they've got iron fists. I was like, oh shit, is that the merc vets? Yeah, I was like, oh no. Anyway, I, I still did 13 wounds on them, Ooh. which was brutal. But then they just went like that and, play and just splattered the uh, Wild Huntsman. <laughs> but by that stage, you know, he's down to like two two Merc vets. So it was going to be so much easier to deal with. Um, there was it a seems like a fair exchange of points, though, really. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. It was a good hand grenade for me, I think. Because it really meant that, that I could then pick out his units and uh, and isolate them. I mean, one of the things that this this that the elves just they're so mobile, you know. And, and obviously, you know, with with not necessarily with warriors so much, but with empire, you just don't get that mobility at all. So uh, yeah, on the right wing, uh, the forest rangers kicked the shit out of some bombardiers uh, and then finished off the um, uh, finished off the merc vets. Um, uh, in the mid, in the middle, uh, the dryads were sort of zoning out the general's unit. Um, I, he didn't charge into my dryads with his general's unit, which I, I think was probably a mistake in, in the end. But um, I can see why he didn't, because if he if he did, he was going to get uh, various counter charged. And in the end, I basically whittled him down quite heavily in the middle. Uh, finished off the frosty with the uh, the elk lord, uh, and that really left. Uh, not a lot really left on the on the table. So uh, when we worked it out, it was uh, it was seventeen three to me. No, sorry, sixteen four. You recorded um, six. Yeah, sixteen four to me. Uh, but uh, obviously, because he killed quite a few things as well. Um, you know, the, the wild huntsman and the the hawks and stuff, the castle knights and what have you. But he. Um, uh, I didn't realise it. There was a secondary flags, which I would have won as well, and then obviously would have got nineteen, but didn't. So put it down as a sixteen, uh, uh, which I was very pleased with because I broke my uh, my losing streak, which I was delighted about. But for my pains uh, in round two, I got Artem. <laughs> well, so, ending uh, your losing streak at a tournament is the best time to lose your losing, you know, to break that losing streak. So that's good, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah. So, unfortunate to get Artem. But yeah, so unfortunate to get Artem. Uh, do you want to run everyone through his list as well, just quick sticks? Let me have a quick look. Hang on. Um, right, Artem, obviously, obviously all Sylvans as well. Yeah. He had a Druid Master who's general with silver longbow and the binding scrolls on Druidism. You know, another Druid Eagle King apprentice on Shamanism with a bow whiskin. Druid Wizard Apprentice on Cosmo with the uh, bow and the Book of Arcade Mastery. Chieftain BSB with V for Icon. Hunter's Honor, who's Blade Dancer. 25 Archers, full command, Battle of Discipline. 15 Forest Guard, uh, full command. Uh, two units of five Heath Riders with Musos and Shields. 29 Forest Rangers, full command. 12 Blade Dancers with a standard champ and an Ether Icon. So double ether icon with a BSB in there. Then another unit, seven blade dancers, four Kestrel knights with shields, 
five Briar Maidens and two units of five Pathfinders. Yeah. Which sounds like a lot, doesn't it? It does. Lots of little things yeah. that still chip away and do annoying amounts of damage. Yeah. Uh, so, having played Artem a couple of times before, uh, and I had essentially castled up, I thought, do you know what? Uh, this year is all about having fun, so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna run at him, uh, and I'm gonna see, because you know, my my list is fairly punchy. I reckon if I get into combat, then you know, I probably outgrind him. But um, so I pushed super hard, basically. Um, and the the, uh, the the secondary on this one, I'm trying to remember what secondary was. Oh, this was like it was like spoils of war, but you had to pick up the uh, the spoils and they get as, them as close to your opponent's long edge as you could. That was the that was the plan. So um, obviously, I had quite a lot of chunky scoring units. So I set up so I could pick up two of the uh, the the scoring units, uh, the scoring uh, uh, spoils, and then push them across the table. And meanwhile, on the right hand side, uh, I ch I pushed really hard at his uh, uh, his um, uh, pathfinders and his archers and all his magic uh, and one unit of um, blade dancers with my um, wild riders that had the great elk attached to them and also one of my forest ranger blocks um, which uh, <laughs> I, I shoved it super hard and he looked at me and he said, he said that's a really hard shove and I was like yeah that's the right thing to do isn't it and it, um, yeah <laughs> well we'll see but um, uh, so what he did was he, he shot off the wild hunters in one fucking go just went like that get them off I was like, "Oh, that's 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 grim," but left the elk lord alive, um, and then uh, uh, and then he piled into the uh, forest rangers with a block of uh, um, um, uh, dancers. Uh, came in, buffed them up a little bit with strength, did the extra uh, attack dance, and he took off a unit of uh, of, of twenty-two uh, forest rangers in one go. Literally, just just blatted them. And they were in, and they were in a forest. I was just like, you know, ah, oh, whatever. It was. I mean, they are like a blendy fun. unit, and they're great at killing infantry that isn't hasn't got a lot of armor. Yeah. So I'm not that surprised. Yeah. yeah, they literally just blended it. They literally just blended it. So it was, um, yeah, it was a really, it was a, it was a super, super, it was a super game. But you know, the guy knows, he knows exactly what he's doing, and um, and he's better than me. That's the truth of the matter, um, and so. Uh, well, it's has significantly point, more games of Sylvans than you have, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. So the the two really interesting parts of it, because obviously twenty me, the two really interesting parts of the game were the Elk Lord burst through some pathfinders, and at one point was uh, staring staring down his uh, his bunker with all his magic in it, which I thought, you know, they're gonna pick up some points here because this that's what my Elk Lord's designed to do. Um, but they, with 27 shots, he just took him off. 27, 27 shots just went, they're done. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, uh, and, the only, and then on, on the left-hand side, I had, uh, I had a, a full block of rangers and a full block of, of dryads. And he just surrounded them with shooting, shot them, and they charged them with... Uh, the uh, the dryer the uh, druid on on the eagle and the part of the dancers in the other flank and again they just he just took them off he just literally took them off and I was just like this is so hard because uh, those little units just don't look like they can churn out much but 
they fucking do. Uh, they fucking <laughs> yeah, do. They do. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. It was a, a two-hour game, and he and he just he just trousered me. So I was I was I was done. I was twenty within a couple of hours. But um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a hell of a good player, and he knows exactly what he's doing. And uh, yeah, to be honest, it's kind of an honour to get to play him, really. So yeah, in that, in that sense, I was. Is that I was the first pleased, time you ever played him? No, I've played him with Empire twice before. And twice before, I've literally sat in the corner, and he's just said, "All right, you know, I'll I'll give you a thirteen-seven or a you know fourteen-six or something," and uh, and I've taken it shamelessly. Uh, but I, I've said I'm not going to shake on any more games. So, you know, certainly whilst I'm having fun. Uh, did you get the whole tournament that, without shaking? Yeah, didn't shake on any. I'm very proud didn't of you, man. Yes, yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a good boy, I'm a good boy. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was, uh, that was nice. Uh, yeah, so that actually that was nice, uh, to be fair. Uh, and then uh, into my third game uh, against Empire. It's, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, so, um, oh, do you want to run us through uh, my opponent and his, uh, and his Empire list? Yeah, so it's Ben Crouch on uh, Empire. So I'm sure you were quite happy to be facing, weren't you? Yeah, oh yes, yeah. I I reckon Empire is something I can do bad things to. Yeah. So he had a prelate on the altar of battle with a shield and ghostly guard. Uh, a wizard yep. on an arcane engine, the arcane shield one. Is that distracting, that one? Uh, yes, distracting, yeah. yeah. Uh, wizard adept on alchemy with magical heirloom, talisman of shielding. A knight commander on a horse is a general with a shield of Voland, hero's heart and a hand weapon, a winter's cloak and Caradon's courser. There's lots of the random empire things there. Yeah, that's the one that you, if you fail the charge, you get to re-roll. Okay. Um, he's got a martial BSB, W for icon, witchfire guard on a shield and black steel. Um, 13 knightly orders with cav picks, uh, full command, household standard. 19 light infantry with crossbows, full command and marksman pennant. Uh, 24 state militia with a standard bearing champ. I've never seen state militia with anything. I don't think they could. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. It was um, so. So to be fair, uh, Ben is a a lovely bloke. B a, a teacher as well. So we had a good old you know pull up uh, the chalkboard and, uh, and chat about teaching. Uh, but he uh, is, is, his army is beautifully painted and themed around uh, the sort of uh, an army of Ulrich, back okay. in this sort of you know uh, fantasy sort of uh, fluff. And so he said, you know, be, being the whip from the Northern Realms, we don't do black gunpowder. So um, uh, I play my state militia without pistols. I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, yeah. So like literally, I, I'm I'm not gonna, you know, they they don't have pistols. I was like. Oh, okay. Said so, you know, obviously they come with them in the in the unit, but I'm going to refuse to use them. So I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, you know, I mean, like that's uh, that's the best thing about about militia is uh, quick. <laughs> you play an empire; missiles. it's hard enough as it is. Yeah, exactly. I know. So he's, he's he, yeah, he's making he's making his yeah. I mean, what a, what a super gesture that is, though, isn't it? Absolutely. So, do you know what? I believe it. I believe in the fluff that much. I'm actually going to make my shit army even worse. <laughs> so it was like, it's like, mate, that is awesome. Uh, what, what yeah, kudos gaming to hero. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ben, we salute you. Yeah. Um, simulta- simultaneously, whilst this is going on, we've got uh, the rugby on on, on, uh, on my phone as well, so we were 
keeping an eye on the Scotland-England game, um, which, in case you didn't know, was a, a, a cracking game, and B, Scotland kicked the shit out of England. So, uh, I saw it was, that. Um, I was impatiently waiting for Gladiators to come on the telly. <laughs> Stupid rugby delaying Gladiators is outrageous. Yeah, it's uh, it's not the same since they got rid of Jet though. You know, <laughs> I, for me, for me, it will never be the same. I love you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, right, I'll so finish this uh, list off. Sorry, he's got 28 Imperial Guard with great weapons, full command, and relentless company banner. Uh, four Song yeah. Griffin Knights. Uh, full command halberds, ten imperial rangers, eight imperial rangers, and then two giants. That are big fans of Sauron. Yeah. yeah, love to see that. Which, which, yeah, which gives them all, all the giant stuff, but critically, it gives them support unit, so they can counter charge when you go into the imperial guard, which uh, which is pretty pretty horrible. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I I, I know. I know, uh, I, I know Empire back to front, so um, I fancied my chances against this one. I've set up in the usual way. The um, the, the mission on this one was, ooh, let me think. Uh, it was frontline clash deployment, and what did you have to do? You, oh, this was the monster one, the incarnate beast one, where you got given uh, a, a monster. And, it, and the secondary was all about doing things with the monster. So uh, Dan and Ryan had got together a whole bunch of like, they looked like little Pokemon models. Each one was different. And they put them on little bases and they dried brushed. And you got a monster to add to your army. And it was really quite, it was quite a chunky monster. So it could, it could really fly around. It was advanced 10, you know, March 16, five sort of strength five attacks, that sort of thing. Um, so it was a pretty good bit of kit, but Every time you charged with your monster, you got a point. Every time it killed a champion or a character, you got a point. And if it died, you you lost. You, you, yeah, if you killed the other monster, then you got three points. So uh, I was uh, I was quite keen to get mine involved uh, in the fighting as early as possible, as was uh, was Ben. And um, yeah, we uh, we just went straight at it. Uh, he he left one of his units of huntsmen out on the wing and I had to send a whole unit of rangers to go and get them and that's all they did during the game was go and get them and then didn't really get back in and that was a mistake I should have I should have piled up the middle with the rangers um, but uh, we had a massive punch up in the middle uh, he set up a, a, you know the obvious trap of um, looking to uh, get me to charge the imperial guard and then counter me with uh with the um, uh, the two giants of Sunna, uh, and so I made quite a long charge with my elk lord into uh, one of his giants, um, and I couldn't quite get out to chaff the other one. So I knew I was going to get the giant in the flank, but I thought fuck it, and I went in anyway into the imperial guard, um, and we had a we had a good old ding dong. I took about oh I don't know probably a good sort of fifteen. 18 something like that off of uh, off of uh, his imperial guard and when they swung back they didn't do so well and I thought I'm going to win this combat and I'm going to burst straight through the middle and it's going to be tickets but then the giant went absolutely bonkers killed like five with his attacks and then thunderstomped like another five uh, and I would certainly went from winning combat to totally losing it broke and got ran down and I was like oh shit right now I'm really in trouble 
But my archers got me out of, out of jail because uh, I just, the archers just really, and the Boyle Whisking guy was just plinking off two or three, you know, knights a turn, plinking off here, plinking off there. Um, and um, yeah, I kind of ground him down a lot. The Elk Lord did loads and loads of heavy lifting, so he killed the giant, overran into the altar, killed that, then went through the uh, crossbows. So, I mean, he, he did for. You know, he did for a good sort of, you know, 1,500 points on his own. Um, yeah, and in the end, the only thing that, that Ben had left was his... Uh, um, uh, he had... Uh, yeah, he had his he had his, his incarnate beast, so he won secondary. Uh, he had his buff wagon with the mage on it, and he had his knight bus with the knight commander in it, which meant I got about 2,500 points. He'd got about a thousand, maybe a few more points out of me. So it was a 14-6, but he took secondary, so it went to an 11-9. Yeah, luckily uh, a new recruit, I can see you got that. just shy of 3,000 points, and uh, Ben got 1,500 off you. So Yeah. You, see, yeah, you beat like the shit that. out of him, but yeah, I guess that which, 90 yeah. model block had a lot of points in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it did, and uh, yeah. So the uh, I think the hawks survived, and the archers all survived, and uh, yeah, it was um, it was a it was an interesting, very interesting game actually. It's interesting to see how other people play Empire because he was he was quite aggressive with them, and I thought that was that was a uh, that was good. It was nice to see. Yeah, really nice guy, really great game. So uh, that was Saturday night. Uh, so there was a mass there was a mass cur- uh, people going out for a big curry. Um, but we decided not to do that, not because we don't like curry, uh, but because uh, it was um, it, it, it can swap a restaurant, can't it? When you, you did it last year, didn't people. you? Did loads um, of you go for a curry last year? Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, and I think they had a bit of a, you know, I mean, the food's great, and if you're not bothered about waiting, then, you know, but I think it did take quite a long time for the food to come out and and that sort of thing so uh we put together a little group of us so tony i henry uh ed tim and rooty all went back to our pub where we knew they had really good food uh and uh, went back and had a very excellent dinner there uh and then everyone buggered off and i was in my bed by about 11 to be honest with you i didn't feel very well actually i've got this nasty cold so apologies if i sound a little bit nasally uh but it's uh, it's uh, my um, it's my sinuses. What is blocked? So there you go. Uh, yep. So it was soon Sunday morning. Uh, I leapt from my bed uh, and um, was down at the venue by nine o'clock, which was great because uh, I plugged my electric car into the same place you charged your electric car last last year. Oh, it's very handy, that isn't cool. it? Having that charger right there. Yep. Yeah. It was very handy, and uh, I thought of you as I was plugging it in. <laughs> and, uh, there we go. Uh, we did, and I was playing a super, super Danish chap called Matthias. Um, very, very lovely guy uh, who was playing KOE. So, so they glamorous assistants. Why don't you run us through the KOE? So another army that you probably know pretty well. I would have thought. Yep. Yes, I do know ambulances pretty well. Ambulance. Sorry, I'm driving past an ambulance. <laughs> I do know ambulances pretty well. It was a horse ambulance. 
you were going secretly, you would choose one of the tokens to be your your sort of your chosen token, and <coughs> your opponent did the same thing. And at the end of the fifth round, it was revealed which token it was in fact that is live, so to speak. So it could be that you both choose the same token. Um, and then, of course, you've got one round of, of, of stuff to do something about it, which uh, which really changed the dynamic quite quite considerably. Uh, so I spread my token out to the extreme left, but um, Matthias had put his like much further to to to, to his his left, my right, um, and there was a big piece of impassable in the middle. So I thought, well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna run my dryads and my rangers round on the left hand side because I know that's the one that I've uh, gone for. I, I dropped for first, and he castled up hard castle in the back right hand corner. Um, and I thought, well, I'm just going to sweep round and put him under pressure and start shooting him, which I did. Um, but the next thing that, uh, um, uh, well, I, I started shooting off, and the first thing that happened was the bow whisking guy took two two wounds off his general, so his general shot himself and ran round the back of the hill. Uh, and he basically, I think, did the right thing and said, look, I can either sit here and just take it, or because he had no shooting at all, uh, or I can push out and try and turn this into a fight, which. He needed to, but that always was going to give me control of the space. Um, so uh, on, on, on his left, on my right, he pushed hard with the courtier, one of the hippogriffs, and the knights of the quest. And they were they were up against um, one of my units of rangers. Uh, and I got them so that um, he had to make three charges. And three of them were, uh, two of them were relatively straightforward, but the knights of the quest had a longer charge. And if one of them didn't get in, because I pinged off quite a lot of knights of the quest, if he needed all three to get in, otherwise it was definitely bad news. And of course, knights of the quest didn't make it, which meant a that I slotted his uh, hippogriff and his courtier, because forest rangers are fantastic at doing that. And um, the second thing uh, was that his uh, knights of the quest are now out in the middle, and they just got swarmed by uh, a bunch of uh, archers, shot down to the last guy, who then subsequently ran off. Um, uh, over in the uh, on the other flank, I pushed way too hard with my elk lord and got uh, the mounted sergeants in the flank and the front. And I thought, yeah, I'll be all right. You know, uh, he's an elk lord. Anyway, they uh, <laughs> they came in. My guy just fluffed like fuck. Uh, I lost combat, broke. I thought, oh, this is really bad. I rolled an eleven to get away, thinking, yeah, I'm going to be all right. I'll rally and I'll still be okay. But his first chasing unit rolled like four or something, and his second unit just went like that, bang, box card it. I was like, no way. So I was the, I was down. But in so doing, he left both his mounted sergeant units open. Dryads charged one, uh, the Hawks charged the other. They both fled uh, and basically spent the rest of the game rallying at the back of the board. Um, uh, on the other side, the I pushed up too hard with my mounted with my. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, wild hunters as well, and he slammed the uh, dyads and the uh, the knights of the realm into it. And I thought, oh well, that's that's pretty bad news. But he didn't even need the the, the knights of the realm. The dyads just dropped them. They just dropped them with their grind attacks, just like that. Bang, off you go. I was like, oh, um, but that was that was grim. But I had a really good counter charge from my other unit of forest rangers. He had to roll an eleven on the overruns, get out of arc, and he just did. And I was like, oh, this is going really badly now. Um, but 
uh, I scrambled uh, back to cover off my token, and um, he got round. He got he got his lance that was now sort of got run, running wild round on the outside, and I just speculatively put some shots into it. To be honest, I didn't really, yeah, just trying to whittle their numbers down before the dryads could get back and try and hold the hold the uh, uh, the objective, and um, uh, I just forced a panic test. Uh, and I thought, there's no way he's going to roll. And he did. Of course he did. Uh, he rolled uh, rolled a 10, followed by an 11, and they were gone. And I was like, oh, that's really, really shitty news. So um, I had a massive stroke of luck there, because uh, otherwise that would have been very problematic for me. The long and short of it was um, one of his uh, sergeant's uh, units managed to rally. I couldn't get up to contest it. Uh, and so he we shared the secondary and i believe on count back i won 13 7 uh yes 13 7 yes. so you got two and a half hours of victory seven. points and he got 1300 yeah so yeah, yeah. 13 7 yeah. to you yeah, yeah which uh, I another good win matt well done yeah i was i mean i'm you know i mean so this is now what three wins yeah Not three wins best, but, yeah three wins with with a list i didn't rate and you know just trying to have fun uh, well, maybe it's all bollocks. Possible. It's all lies, isn't it, Matt? He's just trying to psych yeah. everyone out. Yeah, yeah, it could well be actually. <laughs> uh, but then, but then, but then I got my comeuppance because I got Jack Austin in the last round with dwarfs, uh, and his list was Ben, Ben. Uh, but very excitingly, Jack was there with his uh, his wife and his baby son Taylor. Uh, oh, boy, child that. along as well. Congratulations, Jack. Yeah, isn't that lovely? Yeah, yeah. so that was really cute. Yeah, that was really lovely. Um, yep. Yeah, so, um, yep. Yeah, so it was nice to see everyone uh, so happy and uh, being a little happy family. Uh, that was really lovely. So I'm now honorary uh, uh, uncle number fifty-three. I think they said. So yeah, they're going for a hundred honorary uncles. So, yeah. Yeah, which uh, which was lovely. So we had a good game. But uh, do you want to run us through, Jacks? Yeah. Frankly, fucking horrible list. <laughs> so yes, he's on dwarves. He's back on the dwarves. He's got a thane who's a BSB with a runic standard of shielding, rune of denial, and a battle rune. Then he's got another thane who's a general with ancestral memory, shield, and a battle rune. Then he's got three yeah. dragon seekers, all with paired weapons, all with a rune of quickening. Two of them then have a rune of penetration, and one of them has a rune of fire. Um, yeah. Then he's got an anvil of power. He's got a few battle runes knocking about. Then he's yeah. got 38 clan warriors, great weapons, full command, flaming standard and shield. 36 clan yeah. warriors, full command, great weapon and shield. Two units of 25 king's guard, full command, runic standard and wisdom. Is that him vanguard? Uh, no, he only had the only thing that vanguard did was seek and block. Oh yeah. Okay, then he's got um, two units of 20 miners of great weapons, nine seekers, brothers of vengeance with Vanguard and Champ. That's a lot of blocks, Matt. And I wouldn't fancy yes, your is, chances yeah. against this many blocks. No, no, I, I, I didn't either, to be honest with you. And, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I, 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 you know, far be it for me to, to, to sort of, you know, cast judgment on other people. But he, um, Jack didn't, didn't. Uh, ambush the miners and I thought that was a mistake because I thought with that he could have put a lot of pressure on my shooting which I really didn't want him to do what was the scenario for this sorry 
Uh, right, so the scenario for this one was, oh crikey, it was uh, it was counter thrust, which was the, the which was interesting in all of, of itself, but it was, uh, God, oh yes, it was the it was the sort of collapsing portal in the middle of the table. So from um, from the uh, end of the second round, the most number of scoring units within, I think it was twelve, then ten, then eight, then six, then four inches of you know the centre of the table. Uh, were, 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 you know, so it was it was promoting a big punch up. That was okay. the, the sort of concept, uh, which was quite cool. Uh, and Jack just set up set up on the uh, no, it wasn't couch, so it was diagonal one. Set up on the diagonal line, basically just comes straight at me. Um, and I did my typical deployment of the Rangers out on the flanks and what have you. Um, and yeah, uh, I got first turn, and I. Th- I don't know whether he noticed it or he let me do it, but he let me get the Forest Rangers with their vanguard and the relentless company through and behind his 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 line. So I literally went through behind and turned to um, to uh, to sort of you know uh, uh, be into the flank of his of his Kingsguard unit where I had the, the 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 general in it. He then sort. Of turned to face me on my extreme left hand side facing the dryads the seekers were coming on strong with all those uh, dragon seekers in it and um uh yeah that was um that was basically what was happening on the left flank on the right flank um he pushed the other unit of kingsguard pretty hard uh followed by um uh two lots of miners and one lot of the um great weapon clan warriors uh, but he, I, he, I managed to get the hawks in behind him, which uh, which was really good, uh, and zoned in with the wild hunters and the uh, the other forest rangers. Meanwhile, just shooting like mad at the whole time. Um, so, and he basically came straight at me, for, forcing me to have a big old punch up, which I guess I was, you know, initially not happy about, but. As it turned out, uh, this was a game where of massive swings, absolutely huge swings uh, on, si- on on single dice rolls, you know, single tests and things. So, um, it's Kingsguard did turn to face me over on the left flank, and I put the Rangers in with the um, with the Chieftain, and they didn't do as well as I thought they might. Um, we won combat, but he held, uh, and we both lost about half our block, and then. Um, in the end, he's going to grind me out over there uh, and finish me off. But it does mean that his Kingsguard basically are not going to take part in the game anymore, uh, which I was perfectly happy about. Um, the uh, the Seekers came and had a big old punch-up with the Dryads, which resulted in me killing off the Seeker block, uh, but not the Seeker characters. But then my, uh, my archers would, in fact, in the end, shoot off one of the Seeker lords uh and so two of them were still left alive but the really interesting fight that became was super swingy was um oh i failed a, a leadership nine uh, steadfast check on my forest guard to lose my forest guard block which was which was a bummer um but then um i got a, i did a long charge i think i got in on double sixes to um uh with my forest rangers into his other king's guard unit with the hawks in the back and um, just absolutely decimated them. But the fuckers got away when they ran off. 
Um, I mean, run off from, from fucking orchestrals. Anyway, in so doing, they panicked one of the uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, clan warrior blocks. Thirty-eight of them, or whatever it was, they just failed their test. Uh, oh. But because my my Boer whiskey guy was closer to them, they ran not towards the table edge, but back into the middle of the table through my two units, uh, losing like at least half of the, the guys to dangerous train on the way through. Uh, but then rallied right on the objective in the middle. So, <laughs> yeah, so uh, he, uh, so when, uh, then he, he then had to charge me because otherwise uh, he, he, uh, I was going to charge him. But the forest rangers finished them off. Uh, the wild hunters piled into the front of one of the uh, uh, cl- uh, clan warrior units. And this is where I just I just assume that the you know uh, wild huntsmen just delete units, but you know they killed like fifteen, but then they the, the warriors just smashed them to bits. Uh, so that was a bit of a silly silly thing. I should have just kept shooting them. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, then one of his miners then failed another panic check and ran off. So by this stage, Jack's dice are just hating him, and yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and and in the end. Um, he had nothing left in the middle. Uh, the uh, the forest rangers clattered around in the middle and killed everything off. Uh, and all he had at the end was two dragon seekers, his general and his uh, part part of a remaining uh, block of king's guard and the anvil. Uh, and everything else was dead. Wow. I lost one lot of rangers, my chieftain. Uh, I lost the dryads and both the dryad characters. Uh, and that I think was it. Oh, and the Wild Huntsman. So, yeah, so you got uh, three and a half thousand VPs, and Jack got 2,401. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So that was a 13 7 to old Manny P. Yeah, bloody hell, man. I, I never would have seen P. that. I never would have thought that would happen there. No, I, I honestly wouldn't have either. Uh, but you know, Manny P wins four fucking games, and the only game he lost was to Artem. Um, which, uh, which, 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 well. Uh, I don't think it's going to be much of a surprise to tell you that he won the tournament. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, the only the only guy I lost to is the guy who won the tournament. So, uh, how's that? How's that for apples? That's yeah, very impressive. I bet you never would have thought that would be your result at the end oh, of the week. Never. No, never. I honestly thought that I would have been, uh, you know, in the bottom half dozen players. I honestly thought because. You know, I, I was only taking models I'd got painted. I was I was going for painting. You know, I didn't think it would be a, a success on the table at all. But yeah, yeah I mean that, that that may well be. I think probably my most successful tournament ever. Um, I mean, I, I finished higher up. So I finished twenty seven. Twenty seven. You like finished on fifty three yeah. points overall. Because I guess you did get four wins, but they weren't big wins, were they? Sadly, yeah. except that first That's one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, uh, which I was I was delighted about because I really you know finishing I, I, I always reckon if you crack the if you crack the half points mark so you know yeah. 100 points 50 points that that's that for me is plenty uh, and I was yeah I was absolutely delighted so yeah really really great uh, tournament obviously I'd had to set up my my uh, my painting stuff as well loads of armies were put out uh, loads of units were put out so a single model. Uh, best single small model, best single large model, best monster, best unit, uh, <coughs> and best centaur. Uh, uh, and then obviously uh, a player voting for first, second, third for that as well. 
Um, so, yeah, everyone hung around till the end, uh, and then the awards came out. So, in third, uh, overall, um, the uh, I'll do the painting first, because i uh, get that out of the way. Uh, so, um, they gave out tons of painting awards. I can't remember who won best single model, but I'm pretty sure it was Henry with one of his samurais. Uh, best unit I know went to Ross Stevenson with his Blood Bowl uh, team because you don't have to enter a ninth age thing you can enter anything yeah, you like anything, that's good uh, there was, yeah uh, I th- oh crikey uh, I, I, I can't remember who were the other one the, the, the best monster and things like that but um, yeah sorry about that but the uh, yeah uh, but then uh, I got I got best display board and they gave me about 50 prizes which I was really pleased about and then they announced the uh, the, the best painted and I I voted for Henry because uh, Henry's samurai army is, is, is just beautiful I mean it really is beautifully well painted but there was another fantastic uh, army there as well James Ledwood's uh, Sylvan Elf forest thing have you seen that really nice army I haven't seen uh, but there were tons of other maybe I have really, actually yeah yeah, some really lovely armies. But, uh, yeah, so in third place in the best army, as voted for by the players, came Henry, which uh, which was, you know, well done, but I, I thought it was the best army there. Then James Ledwood, and I thought, oh, shit, I know what's going to fucking happen here. And then best uh, best painted was only fucking Matty B. Oh, well done, uh, And I was like, oh, no. Well, thank you, and, and you know, and please don't think I'm not grateful because I am, and I'm absolutely delighted. But I will put my hand on my heart and say that, that I, I honestly thought Henry's army was better than mine. Um, but you know, it's uh, that them's the them's the dice, I guess. Isn't it's that it? display that's board, man. That's, that's what I call you, display board wankers. Yeah. That's what it does. Exactly. Yeah, display board wankers. You know, if yeah, get it, get it in, get them in there. That's uh, that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, People love a display board. So it's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, other honourable mentions before we come to third, second, first. Tony uh, Tony Hale won best Empire player, so that was nice out of three or four Empire players, uh, which was was great for him. Uh, uh, there were so many prizes, mate. There was, like, heaped up. I mean, I've literally got a bag here. I, if I haven't got 25 prizes, I'll be surprised. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's, it's it's just really great. And, uh, yeah, so uh, overall, in third place was... It was uh, Mark Greensill came third. Yep, with his highborn. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mark's obviously rocking the highborns. In second place was Andreas Jets- Jessen, the um, mono sin list. Yeah, with his uh, with his horrible mono sin list. Yeah, uh, five wins out of five. Place, yes, uh, five wins out of five. And then in first place, as previously mentioned, and to no one's real surprise, it was uh, Artem. Was uh, Artem? Yeah, Artem. Uh, and how many points did he get overall? Uh, Eighty-two. Eighty-two points. So to, yeah, I mean that's twenty of them from you. <laughs> yeah, twenty of them from me. Yeah, sorry about that, everyone. But uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, um, uh, there was there was. He, he, I mean, he beat he beat um, he beat Mark Greensill, which was considered to be, I think, you know, largely in Mark's favour. Uh, and then he played Hugh Scarlin with his triple Sphinx thing, and um, 
I took them off as well, and that would have been very difficult for the Sylvans. So I'm not sure how he managed that, but there you go. Yeah, um, yeah so beat you know, three sphinxes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do not know because you'd imagine he just wouldn't have the firepower, wouldn't you? I mean, he's got uh, a lot of shots, but he's still wound them on sixes. Yeah, because they're like res eight and stuff, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. You got nothing that can, nothing like strength really, and get through them. Yeah. Yeah. did it but uh, yeah so there you go that's the uh, that's the way that rolled um, yeah so you know uh, everybody uh, everybody packed up their bags uh, got in their cars and fucked off home uh, which is exactly what I'm doing now so <laughs> I'm on my way on my way home so there you go Bristol Art of War War of Art 666 out the way uh, and uh, I thoroughly recommend it to anybody who uh, who fancies it next year I'm incredibly uh, jealous, back. and I would love to go back. Hopefully yeah. next year. Yes, hopefully next year, mate. Hopefully next year. And it's good to so. see uh, still so many people on the scene. Yes, yeah, well, there were loads of people who asked after you as well, so uh, you were very much missed. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was a good event, even even though it wasn't quite the same without you, mate. So there you go. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Oh, that's all right. That's all right. I know you. I, 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 knew, I knew you were keeping your beady little eye on it because uh, after every game, you get a message about like twenty seconds after the points updated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. It's got yeah. to live through you now, Matt. You got, you got, uh, you got the whole uh, yeah. podcast on your shoulders now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And neither of my shoulders are in particularly good nick either. So. <laughs> it's, uh, Oh, you got to laugh, haven't you? But yeah, so there you go. That's it. So uh, uh, I know we're, we're cutting this one a little bit short today, but uh, time is of the essence for certainly for you, Kev, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I'll go cook dinner now and uh, relieve the yeah. wife. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we really appreciate you taking an hour out of what I know is limited time that you've it's got. It's been a to, pleasure, uh, mate. I've been very happy to, to do chat that with hard. Yeah. Well, uh, well, thanks, buddy. And um, yeah, I guess unless there's anything else to add. Where's your next tournament? What's your next one? God, yeah, next tournament. Do you know, I don't think I've got anything on till the teams tournament in March, and then the uh, uh, other teams tournament in June, and then Tech in October. I think that's it. I think that's all I'm doing. Is that's Tech the time. next one at Element Games? Is there no other ones at Element? Yeah, yeah, but it's only uh, it's only going to be enough tables for like. 25 players or something because yeah because uh, yeah, uh, well I didn't book it in time and um, we could only get a quarter haul so uh, but yeah that's the uh, that's the way things are I'm afraid but, oh okay yeah but there you go it'll still it'll still run and stuff so yeah still have a nice little tournament which, uh, which will be fun uh, I'm hoping you'll be able to make an appearance maybe help me run it a little bit but um, see what see what comes of it oh, absolutely yeah Excellent. So uh, there you go. That's that. Uh, uh, my models are clinking around in the back of my car. Gonna, <laughs> I hope they survive the journey gonna, home. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to dump them in the stable when I get home and sort them all out at the weekend because uh, I've had enough of, of gluing stuff back together and standing and ranking up, fucking ranking things up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, having having painted what is it, 50, uh, 50 Lost Kingdom Forest Rangers in two weeks. Uh, I've uh, I've also had enough of painting so <laughs> for a while, but it's lovely to get it's lovely to get back in and play for fun and you know 
doing some painting stuff and yeah it's a hell of a good weekend really great weekend so uh, there you go excellent excellent okay right well there you go uh, ninth age of sphere uh, hope the spam bots have enjoyed that one um, uh, thanks to you Ken for coming on mate and uh, I guess we'll catch everybody out there for episode 108 sometime in 2025 <laughs> yeah, hopefully before but we'll see don't hold your breath yeah yeah, yeah. alright well it's good it's a goodbye from my mate Kev bye bye and it's goodbye from Maddie Pete goodbye